Hello and welcome to the 132nd episode of Downtime Podcast. Alisa, how's it going? Oh, you know, just Animal Crossing pretty much my entire life right now. How are yeah, you doing? I'm good. Uh, we're, we're both quarantining ourselves under, you know, the California law, emergency power law thing that's happening. So Shelter uh, in place. There we specific. go. So yeah, a lot of Animal Crossing for me as yes. well. Good because stuff. Animal Crossing is the way that I can live vicariously outside. <laughs> yeah. While while we are in our houses. It that was, being said, uh, yeah. Jeremy, how how are you doing? I'm assuming you probably have a mansion with four rooms now, as well as um a bunch of things set up in your island. <laughs> uh well. I don't have a mansion yet. I have a third room coming tomorrow. You have that... a third room? I don't. I. I don't even have a second room. My third room. How do people get these rooms? Well. How much like? I have resident services is up, so Isabel's in my town now. Uh, the Able Sisters are coming tomorrow. Their sh- their shop is in the process of being set up. I have a porcupine named Mabel. Is and that related to the sisters? Yes. It, she and her sisters will, if you buy enough stuff from her, uh, they'll start, she'll ask you to put the the placement of her and her sister's shop somewhere in the town. So got to, it okay for sure I, and when i read that i literally just bought everything on her list like <laughs> like every day she was there i just bought everything and then eventually on the third day she was like oh hey so there's a lot of people that like my stuff i want to set up a shop here and i'm like okay great <laughs> do you have a town hall yet i do have a town hall jesus christ wow okay and uh yeah i have the shop um, and yeah, my third room's coming. And so the rate, the way that I pay for things and, you know, there's so many way, different ways to make money in this game, uh, fishing, you know, selling fruit, growing fruit, selling items that you make, uh, selling the hot item of the day. Are but, you bulk buying turnips? No, I don't. I actually forgot about that this today and I, I didn't buy any turnips and I'm just like, whatever. Um, wait, you are already on your third room and you haven't even done turnips. Wow. So. This is this is one of my ways of income in the game. Have you ever heard of Tarantula Island? Um, you know, my friend told me uh, so I was um webcamming with a bunch of my friends yesterday and uh w- one of my friends who I actually visited their island for the first time today, they were talking about how on one of their randomized trips to um, you know, just whatever island the the Nook airport takes you they got taken to a place called Tarantula Island mm-hmm. and the tarantulas are 8,000 uh, what's the currency called again? Bells. Bells. 8,000 bells per tarantula. So that being said there's actually been two tarantulas in my on my island before that I've caught which by the way catching a tarantula is some scary business. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Like it was already difficult for me to capture those damn tarantulas because they kept running away and then they kept hissing at me and then i watched a video on youtube 
of being a, of someone being attacked by a tarantula and I was like, oh, oh shit. Well, I actually well, I got to make sure that I keep my distance but actually get the swipe or else this is this is useless. And then I sold the tarantulas. I made a lot of money. I made a lot of bells off the tarantulas, but because I was bulk selling at the time, like it didn't um it didn't phase me how much the tarantula actually was. It wasn't until I talked to my friend yesterday that I realized, "Oh, it's a lot of money." And I don't even know how to get to this island because I haven't... Look, I'm trying to just get to the bamboo island. I can't even get to the damn tarantula <laughs> island. Like, yeah. I, I'm just trying to get to an island that doesn't have my fucking native apple fruit. Yeah, I, I feel it. So, the luck at the Nook Airport hasn't been all too great. Sorry to hear that. Well... You have to keep trying. There's several different islands you can visit. Yeah. Um, I do have some good news for you in that you can turn any island into Tarantula Island by cutting down all the trees, like digging out all the stumps, destroying all the rocks, and tarantulas will spawn because it forces the game to spawn just tarantulas and nothing else. Wait, really? Yes, and I've been doing that because I, I myself have not gone to Tarantula Island, but I have made all the islands I visited into Tarantula Island. There is one caveat is that if you go to an island that has three layers, so like let's say you go to an island okay. that requires you to have a ladder, then you cannot make that island into Tarantula Island. Although I, I have had some success with that before. It happened one time and I was like, oh, well, that's, that's kind of crazy. But usually the island, an island that has three layers will not become Tarantula Island. So the Bamboo Island, for example, or the Spiral Island, they can become Tarantula Island if you just like you know, deforest it, basically. Not going to lie. The thought of making my own Tarantula Island scares the crap out of me. <laughs> it did for me, too, until I got 68 of them. And now I'm sitting on 800,000 bells. I'm just waiting. <laughs> wow. I'm waiting for Flick to show up. He's this little red chameleon, and he'll buy your bugs for 1.5 times the price that the little Nook kids are selling theirs for. Or basically, yeah, for the little Nook kids are, uh, you know, buying your tarantulas for. So My goodness. So Flick will will buy yours for 12000 instead of 8000 Wow. I'm waiting for him to show up. So I'm literally just sitting on hundreds of thousands of bells until the day he shows up. And I don't even know when that's going to be. <laughs> I'm just using like storage in my house for no reason. And it's Damn. dumb. <laughs> I don't know what to say right now. Uh, I'm, I'm, I know what I'm going to say tonight after this podcast. I'm going to go tarantula hunting. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, my experience has been trying to get money by catching tarantulas and selling them. For sure, for sure. So yeah. That's man, I I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. It's like, okay. Ac actually make my own tarantula island. It's it's not for the faint of heart uh, cuz It's they... not for the faint of heart, that's for sure. <laughs> I was joking with my friend and she's like, "I don't know how to catch them." I'm like, You've seen Jurassic Park, right? She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, their vision is based on movement, like the T-Rexes in the movie. Like, if you mm. move, the T-Rex will chase you. <laughs> it's the same thing with the tarantulas. Like, they look at you, and if you start moving, they'll start hissing at you. For sure. Um, 
So yeah, that's that's been my experience so far in on Animal Crossing. I'm still doing a lot of stuff. I know I, I have my dailies where I, you know, look for fossils. I check on the fruit that I uh that I'm growing. I bury some some bells to get it four days later. All that jazz. Wait, what do you mean by bury bells to get it four days later? You know that glowing spot in the ground. Yes. Have you ever dug it up and found a thousand bells? Yes. So. You can take out 10,000 from your pocket and rebury it, and in four days, you'll have 30,000 because it'll grow three times. What is going... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What that's... is this What is this game? <laughs> this game is a lot of things, Elisa. This, this okay. game is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. Um, I mean, there are still things I'm discovering about the game, and I've played most of them. So this is kind of cool that, you know, there's things that are still surprise me to this day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm having fun. You know, I play it every day. I'm addicted. I got to say. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah. Um, but other than Animal Crossing, I finished Yakuza 4 yesterday. Nice. So when you finish it, we can talk about it, too. Very cool. Yeah. Holy crap. I feel like you finished that even shorter than Yakuza 3. Uh, yeah, I, I literally didn't do any of the side games. I just played the main story and I did all the sub stories and got it. Yeah, that's it. I, uh, I'm kind of burnt out in Yakuza, so I'm going to wait for Yakuza five. I'm actually going to play some other stuff, catch up on some backlog stuff on my steam list. Um, Like I said, Yakuza five is the longest one of the entire franchise. Like it barely beats out Yakuza zero. So that's probably like, you know for the best yeah because playing three and four back to back felt like it, it just felt tiring for me um it came at a time when i was trying to also finish both of them for animal crossing and i found mm-hmm. myself wanting to finish yakuza 4 more to play animal crossing so yeah. like i wouldn't say i was annoyed by yakuza 4 i was more like my mind was somewhere else and i wanted to concentrate on the story so for sure while I was concentrating on the story, I I also just kept thinking about catching tarantulas. <laughs> Got it. So gotta, gotta yeah. love those tarantulas. <laughs> I love them, hate them. They're there. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, finish Yakuza Four. I'm gonna move on to some Steam backlog stuff like Beyond Good and Evil. Still need to play that and finish that. Um, For sure. I have another game called Alice: The Madness Returns that I'm almost done with that I'm trying to finish up. Um, maybe some Alien Isolation. There's this, there's a lot of single-player stuff on my Steam backlog that I'm trying to finish so I can just, you know, free up some room on my computer as well as, uh, you know, make a list of things that I'm completing in 2020. Because now we actually got time to finish it. I know, right? It's weird. Weird how that worked <laughs> out. But yeah, is this just Animal Crossing for you, Lisa? Are you on anything you else? You know, Animal Crossing has been quite a learning experience. So, today was the first time that I ever visited anyone's island ever in this game. So, I visited one of my, I visited two of my college friends' um, islands, and there, I would, I would say that for sure, the, I don't know about the second friend who I visited, but the first friend, um, what is, the first friend is a Animal Crossing enthusiast, and, like, was waiting for this game and has the Animal Crossing uh, collector's edition switch. Oh, nice. Yeah, so she was ready for this game. And when I went to her island, I realized 
wow, my island is really ugly. <laughs> like, her、What? island was laid out, and she had all of these different places, all of these communal areas where she had. She had a pizza oven section on her island, and she had her trees organized in such a way where all of the foreign trees were in one specific area. And all of there's all these places on the beach where they're hangout spots, so there's like bonfires and benches and hammocks like all around the beach. What and I. And I real and, and it was at that point I was like, "Oh my god, I need to step up my fucking game right now." For real, I feel like my island's not that good either. And so basically, after feeling threatened by her, <laughs> I've been really like trying to figure out like my life right now in this game. Like, what like what are my goals? Am、mm-hmm. I am I here to have a good time? Or am I here in the way that I play The Sims, where I'm trying to actually build my neighborhood, the like strategically? Uh huh. And with her, it was very obvious that everything was strategic in how and how things were placed.、Uh, there's some things that are a little bit too late for me at this point, just because it it was already placed there. That like there's you know, I can't. It's like because it was already I already placed it, then it's not like I can do anything else. But now I'm thinking, like I'm thinking in terms more of like the area around the plaza. What do I want to like? I don't know exactly what is going to happen next. I know for a fact that there's going to be a town hall that's going to replace the tent, and I'm just kind of thinking now, how is this going to be set up? What am I going to do? And then I'm thinking more. About communal spaces for, just for making things pretty. I just want to make things pretty right now,、mm-hmm. and, but I need money. So, <laughs> cast those tarantulas. <laughs> I'm ca- gotta cat gotta build my own freaking tarantula land. Apparently,、mm-hmm. but also just like some of the stuff she has on her island. I'm like, dude, how did you get all of this furniture already? <laughs>、mm-hmm. Like I'm. So mind blown! Like, how did she get all of this? Like, I, I, I just don't understand. I just, um, God, there are some people who are like, I'm so behind. Moral of the story is I'm behind, but I'm still having a good time. That's but good. But I'm really behind. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think there is no such thing as being behind in Animal Crossing because. The way that I see it, you take everything at your own pace. Like for example, one of my friends, she literally up until two days ago, and she got the game on like a release day. She had a tent the whole time, and then she was finally like, "All right, I'm gonna do a house because I don't, I don't have any more room." So、okay. she's kind of taking the game slowly because she wants to enjoy everything and see everything and experience everything. Whereas some of us that either have specific goals in mind or have played previous entries in the game. Uh, yeah, w- know what we're doing in a certain sense, so we we kind of have those goals kind of、um, like preemptively laid out. So、yes. we take care of things quicker than others. But I would not say that you're behind. I would just say that
you're trying to figure out what you want to do with the time that is given to you in the game. Because, like, for example, you don't have to participate in the stock market with the turnips and all that. Oh, yeah. But, like, yeah, you know? First of all, I don't even participate in the stock market in my regular life. There you go, yeah. This is, like, the the turnips are the least of my worries. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you're, you're you're not behind at all, Lisa. For sure. I will say I have a museum now, and uh, that's a that's a huge accomplishment for me. Oh, the museum is so cool. Okay, the museum is the prettiest thing in the game. It's gorgeous. Like, I was walking inside the museum, especially in the fossil exhibit. Holy yeah. crap, this is amazing. Can you imagine if any museum looked like this? I'm sure there are. <laughs> I'm not like, sure which ones. I'm not sure which ones. Maybe the the sh- maybe the ones in Chicago. Chicago's probably the closest thing that I have ever attended that looks like this museum. It kind of reminds me of the California Academy of Sciences at Golden Gate Park, like a little mm. bit. Like elements of it, not the whole thing, but just like yeah. you know, you have the dinosaurs and there's also the fish section and then there's also uh like the bug section in the middle that spirals up to the top. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. The the aquarium is also gorgeous. I love it. Oh, so cool! One time I was I was um I was playing Animal Crossing while streaming Tiger King, and I was just looking at the aquarium for like twenty minutes because I was like, "Dang, I can't believe this is a thing in the game." It looks so realistic. It does. It's crazy. And. Other accomplishments, I have every fruit planted except for cherries, but my friend just gave me cherries today, so soon enough I'll have every fruit planted on this island. Nice. Yes. And um you know you know how you can have like your your home island has three levels? Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure out what I want with the second and third level. Like this is something that I've been trying to figure out for like a while. Because um it's like I would like I would clear out like quite a few things on it just to make way for maybe like people moving in or other stuff. But it's like if I can't conveniently make a bridge or make stairs or anything like that, then I don't even know what I want on those levels. Oh, I see what you're saying. I just have a ladder and then but it's just like who's even going to really be up there except for myself. Sometimes your villagers will be up there. Sometimes. Sometimes. They gotta step up their their game, though. Like, I have a pole. These people don't have a pole yet. Like, come on. Yeah. You should, have, you should at least have a vaulting pole at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, some, that's a requirement, I would feel like. Yeah. Oh, and then one more accomplishment. Um, I have a pan flute. I was really proud of making the pan... Like, um... I got the pan flute recipe from one of those random balloons, which, by the way, are really hard to shoot. I just have to put it out there. They're really hard to shoot. And I got the pan flute, and now I have one, and I just randomly play that shit whenever, and it's great. Ah. It's, like, one of my props now, (laughs) like, for my character. That's cool. 
Yes. Also, <laughs> my car- my um my island is called Chihu Island because I'm trying to emulate it like Hawaii. Oh, that's so cool. And my person is not dressed like is not dressed like a Hawaii like not dressed like a Hawaiian, but like dressed like an islander. Oh, but, that's cool. But I also have a secondary outfit that reflects more of me, where it's me in a sweatshirt, basketball shorts, and pa- and sh- and um, and sneakers. <laughs> that's so, so you. <laughs> so I just change into that outfit whenever. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, I love all the clothes in the game. I always like try to find new outfits for my little guy. Yes, totally. Uh, yeah, I uh, I think it's so cool how, like, before you didn't have like socks or anything like that so oh yeah there's so many little details they've added to your character to wear those things you know it's like it's so cool i like how you can wear glasses and like a mask and a hat at the same time because before you didn't have you couldn't do any of that except for like in new leaf you could have done that but before that still it still blows my mind the customization there is a ton of customization but it's great though on to some news all right let's do it the only thing i have is that half-life alex came out and i can't play it and i that makes me upset yep half-life alex is out i don't know who the fuck can play it i don't know who the fuck has that headset unless you have a a, a, the the um the half-life specific one but if you have a quest you can play it uh right the samsung quest I, i believe so um also oculus can play it uh, yeah, you don't need the Valve Index to play it, but you it is re- like it is recommended that you use the mm-hmm. Valve Index. But yeah, it seems like all the other headsets can be able to play this game. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Reese Darby, one of the members of uh, Flight of the Concords, is in this game, and I freaking love him. I love. Wait. Is that the guy with or without the glasses? He wears like a, a hat, and he sounds. Australian, but he's not because he's New Zealander. Yes. Yeah. His name is Russell. He's like, hey, Alex, take my gun. <laughs> that, that guy. That was probably a terrible <laughs> rendition <laughs> of him, but I tried. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, Yeah. His, I love Flight of the Concords. I actually saw them live a couple of years ago in San Francisco. That's so, right. Yeah, and I... I yeah, I I, lo- I just love their humor and you know their their brand is so cool. Mm-hmm. So when I found out he was in the game, I freaked out. I was like, "Oh, that's so cool! How did he did he play games? I didn't know he was a gamer." But um, yeah. So this this seems to be from all the reviews, people are saying it's very giving it very positive reviews. They're saying that it's kind of defining VR in a way. Uh, it's like the most complete. Like it's what people thought VR would be like years ago. And Valve did it. Mm. So I'm I'm really excited to know that this is something that is a long time coming and it's pushing VR forward. So hopefully this will mean that headsets in the future will be cheaper. Yes. Uh, on top of that, the the devs of Half-Life Alex were like, well, there's going to be somewhere, someone out there that's going to mod this and make it so that you don't need a VR headset. So I'm kind of waiting for that to happen <laughs> because I, it is... Yeah. It is based on the the Valve Source 2 engine, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so Valve's internal engine that was made with like Gary's Mod and uh, Left 4 Dead and half the original Half Life games, um, except for the first one was like a different engine. But Half Life Two going forward mm-hmm. was uh, the Source engine, and they're on Source Two. Uh, so this game still looks beautiful despite uh, the engine. Uh, fun fact: people don't know um, Titanfall and Apex Legends are built on the Source engine. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's actually pretty cool. The Source engine is meant to be run on computers that kind of have a uh, lower hardware spec. I see. Yeah. um, It's supposed to be flexible for for that, for like almost all different kinds of uh, uh, graphics cards and and different types of RAM. So, uh, yeah, it's cool that this game came out on that engine still and I'm, I'm glad that Valve is still using it and I really can't wait to play it. I'm excited. Very nice. Are you going to... Prob- yeah, I'm probably not going to play it but um, just because I was never really that much into Half-Life but probably watch all the videos now. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, I was watching someone play it Um, just like they were doing a full playthrough, and I was watching a little bit of it in the beginning, and it looks so cool. <laughs> what 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 goes on in the first few? So the game takes place five years before Half Life Two. So okay. you're you're a younger Alex Vance, and you're in City Seventeen, and you're seeing like the Citadel being built, uh, and you kind of get introduced to the game mechanics um, from like you know running and climbing and shooting. Uh, okay. And you, you're introduced to Russell, the character that's played by Reese Darby. So you go from there, and um, eventually your dad gets captured, and you have to go free him. All right. It's pretty cool. Um, I really want to see... I hope this ends where Half-Life 2 begins, because that would just make my day. <laughs> I wonder if that's what they're going towards. Yeah. Probably. I mean, maybe they'll do some... Like, they'll show, you know they'll cut between, you know, five years out to like, you know, one year out or something like yeah. that. Quite but. possibly. I don't see like the trajectory seems reasonable. Yeah. You know, why not? Why not? Yeah. But yeah, that's all the news I had. Was there anything you wanted to add? Yes. So the last thing we have on our list is Nintendo had a direct on March 26th. Just a few of the things uh, in le- just a few of the things that happened. Out right now, Panzer, Panzer Dra- Dragoon Remake, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, and the Bravely Default 2 demo. There is also a Ring Fit Adventure update. There's going to be an Animal Crossing Bunny Day update on April 1st. Or not on April... F- I don't think... Is yeah. it a... I think you don't have to download anything for it. It's no. just going to happen yeah. on April 1st, right? Correct, yeah. Yes. That's how it was for every single Animal Crossing game because for you know, sure. the GameCube didn't have a download capability, so then it was already built into the game. So they're just telling you what's happening as opposed to having you download something. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to find those eggs for sure. Oh, yeah. Apparently you can fish for eggs too. <laughs> which, which is like, all right, I'll still do it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, well, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? It's 2020 and we're fishing for eggs. Yep. And then there's uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield are going to get an expansion pass. I don't quite know what that means. 
um, what that means yet, but it's going to be, there's going to be some coming out in June 2020 as well as in the fall. And I think those are a lot of the main announcements that came out of Nintendo Direct. Mm, yeah. Oh, there's also going to be a new um, Smash, Ult- Smash Ultimate Fighter. Oh, yeah. That's right. From Fire Emblem. Violet. <laughs> <laughs> yep, everyone's in arms about that. <laughs> I I don't know I don't know what that means. What does that mean, Jeremy? <laughs> well, basically, when Byleth was announced, everyone was upset because it was another Fire Emblem character, and people wanted more representation from video games. As you know, Smash isn't just about Nintendo characters, but it's a celebration of video game characters from everywhere. So, like you know, Konami's Snake or S- Sega's Sonic the Hedgehog. People want mm-hmm. stuff like that, not another Fire Emblem character. Um. I feel like people have a lot more expectation out of the next DLC characters because Hmm. if you're going to have, you know, a celebration of video games, you kind of want to have DLC characters that are not from your own franchise or your own brand, so to speak. I mean, I think it's okay, but like there's already too many Fire Emblem characters in Smash Ultimate as it is. So people are like, come on, like, can we get another character from a different franchise altogether even if it's from nintendo can we get someone else and not this guy i'm sorry or and not byleth so yeah to, to be fair and by the way I, i'm like i i agree with diversity but if you look at all the other previous smashes like melee they've only been nintendo characters yeah that's true but this is like the ultimate version so they're trying to go for everyone you know what that means? They probably don't have the licensing for a lot of characters yet. That, yeah, or they maybe they set a roadmap so far down the road that, mm-hmm. yeah, to your point, I don't think they thought that far. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they're like, okay, we're gonna go with, we're gonna go with all these people, and we're almost done closing the deals for these characters from these different brands and franchises, and we need some fillers. So Violet is gonna be our filler. Yeah. Which makes sense. But still, it's like, come on, man. Pick something else. <laughs> um, I I am not in the camp of buying all the DLC characters. Like, I, I haven't played Smash in a long time. Um, I like following the news about it. I think it's really cool how they're including more and more characters via DLC. But, yeah, I, I, I can sympathize with the fans that are like, come on, bring more. You know, like, bring someone else that's not from nintendo like bring master chief you know yeah uh, we'll see i don't know they maybe probably Sora. don't have licensing for that one i mean they do have a really good deal with microsoft nintendo and microsoft are pretty buddy buddy that's how they got uh banjo kazooie into the game Mm-hmm. so i mean microsoft has said like they're not gonna they're not gonna rule anything out and they're pretty they're pretty open with you know p- teaming up with nintendo so i think that's really cool my oh. guess is they're going to wait for... Because Halo just dropped a bunch of new stuff at the beginning of the year. That mm-hmm. they're probably going to wait for that to, that hype to die down. And then they will add Master Chief. If they add Master Chief. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Uh, other people are thinking Sora might might come. I don't know. Because there's just so many... You gotta, you gotta jump through Disney. I don't know how close 
Disney you know, and Sora would be one of the definitely be one of the better ones, actually. I could totally see him in there. Yeah. I'm surprised we haven't had that yet. Is there any Final Fantasy character? Yeah, Cloud. Uh, Cloud, there's yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't get what I, I don't see why you can't get the thing is Sora is not exclusively a Disney character. Um, Sora. Yeah. If Sora was a Disney character, I feel like we'd see Sora in a lot of places more marketed by Disney. Correct. Yes. I think Sora is a Square Enix character. Yes, it's not created by Disney. You're correct. Really fun random tangent fact, though. But, like, apparently if you ask any of the Disney cast members in Disneyland about Kingdom Hearts or about the Heartless, they'll, they don't, they won't know what you're talking about. More like they, if they do know as like, the person, but they have to tell you that they don't know as the character because Disney wants to keep their video games and their theme parks separate. So basically that's any interesting any medium that's not part of the theme parks, they want to keep it separate. So, for example, which oh. is kind of weird because some of the special moves in Kingdom Hearts 3, like there's a, like a giant ship that looks like a ride. There's like, what is that? The 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 train roller coaster from Disneyland, mm-hmm. the Big Thunder Mountain um, like that's in the game. But like they can't call it the names of the rides from Disneyland. They have to call it its own thing or like something different. But wow. it, it can look like the ride, but they can't say it's the ride because they want to. Disney wants to keep those en- those entities like separate from each other. I um, didn't. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know yeah. that was a big deal, to be honest. I know, right? I, I was reading that somewhere, and I was like, yeah. "Really? Is it really that important to Disney to differentiate their brands like that? That's kind of weird." So, yeah. yeah, you can't talk about Keyblades or the Heartless or stuff like that with uh, with the Disney cast members. <laughs> Oh well, I mean you can't find references to Kingdom Hearts in Disneyland anyways, so that that's a mm-hmm. big red. that must have been like a big hint for anyone that was trying to find stuff. So you probably can't talk about like Jedi Fallen Order or anything either. Um I don't know. Probably not. I mean I don't know how that works because you know the the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge area is based off of the movies whereas the games base their moves and special moves off of the rides that already existed in disneyland Mm -hmm. so i that could be tricky i don't know if you you can ask about that in disney disney's galaxy edge like hey do you know this jedi you know from from this game like what about kyle katarn they're not going to be like oh yeah he's a traitor i'm sure it'll just be like move along you know, get out of my way. Stop talking. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Who is that? Is that your friend? <laughs> God. I'm sure there's certain rules and regulations they have to adhere to. But yeah, I, I can see the video games, the Star Wars video games kind of being ruled out since they want yeah. to keep just the movies in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Because not everyone plays the video games, but everyone watches the movies. Yeah, for you sure. Um, I'm exaggerating. Not everyone watches the movies, but in a broader sense... I feel like most people are familiar with Star Wars as a movie oh, totally, franchise because totally. that's Very where familiar. it started. That's where it started. And, you know, it, it didn't start as video games, but the video games are pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's funny, too, because uh, in some of the Disney stores, there's a giant key behind the desk. I think it's to represent like Magic Kingdom or like the key to the city or something Disney related. But every time I see it in a Disney store, I'm like, that looks like a Keyblade. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's <laughs> asked like, is that a Keyblade? <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I mean, 
you just take the plushies of Donald and Goofy, put them together, and you got yeah, right? most of the Kingdom Hearts original three party, right? Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff coming out for the Switch. Were there any more things you wanted to mention? I know the 2K games are coming yeah. out. Bioshock. 2K all, games. Yep. All three Bioshocks. Um, the Handsome Collection from Borderlands. And what was the other one that was from 2K? There was another one. I forgot. Do you remember? I'm about to just look it up right now. Thank you. Is it? No, I think it's just those two. XCOM? Is that from 2K? Is XCOM from 2K? There was three... I think it's XCOM. Yep, it's XCOM. Nice. Three games. Borderlands, XCOM, and Bioshock. Yes. I have most of those already on different consoles. <laughs> but I think nice. it's really cool that more and more people are being introduced to these like AAA titles on the Switch. And I'm, I'm surprised that the Switch can handle all this. That's so cool. <laughs> you know? It's, yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm still astounded by it. <laughs> can I mention a few things about Animal Crossing that I just remembered before, Absolutely. Uh, before we go to questions? Yes. Okay. There's one thing that I don't that I'm not a huge fan of in Animal Crossing and it's because maybe it's just because I'm a little spoiled with other Sims, but I don't like how you can't bulk make something on from the workbench. So like an example is say you have like 10 manila clams. I have to make each bait one by one instead of just saying I want 10 fish baits like i know that you can fat speed up the process to bulk making but i but i just feel like it would be better if you can just like automatically be able to bulk make stuff more yeah. easily and and um not, not be as tedious so i agree with that 100 percent because yesterday i was trying to catch the string fish which is one of the fish that will not be available after march I've caught all of them and I only need the stringfish and the stringfish was one of the most rare fishes to get because one it spawns at the very top of your town um like at the on the cliffside on the cliffside area that leads down to the waterfall and throwing a lot of bait into it does not guarantee that you'll get it because I had at one point I had 50 pieces of bait and I kept throwing in all of them and I never got the stringfish I only got bass and I was so upset um wow and then eventually yesterday, I had 50 more, threw in more bait, got it. And I was like, this would have been a lot easier if I could just bulk craft bait because I would have to go to the beach, like scour the beach twice to get like at least 20. And then I would have to make the, the, the manila, bah, I would have to make the manila clams into bait. Yeah. And uh, it took forever because one, I had to make it. And then, well, one, I had to catch it, and two, I had to make it. And I wish there was a way to just, like, make 20 of them all at once. Yeah, exactly. I, th that's exactly my issue. I mean, like, obviously I'm going to deal with it, but it, it would just be more ideal if you could just make a lot of these smaller things like medicine or, you know, just whatever object you want in bulk. Yeah, that would be useful. Definitely useful. 
I'm sure there are a lot of people on Twitter or wherever that are clamoring for it, and I hope Nintendo sees it. I would love if they changed it. <laughs> for real, though. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I need that. Yeah. <laughs> I really need that. <laughs> All right, I got two comments from the Comical Canadian on episode 130, the Octopath Traveler spoiler cast. Uh, Both of the comments are, cool video, keep up the amazing work, and cool content, keep it up, bro. So thank you, Comical Canadian. Canadian. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I called you Comical Comedian. I'm sure you're funny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and we have one from Discord Elisa, right? Yes, we have one from PJ. And from PJ, do you think the PlayStation and Xbox launch will be delayed? As optimistic as we want to be, if this pandemic persists, I think companies will have no choice but to delay because one, delayed package delivery, and two, everyone is laid off, possible recession, no extra, no money extra to buy a new console. And then below, there's also a comment from Kev. I think the main concern would be manufacturing. So like, uh, which relates to, uh, which relates to the pandemic because who's working manufacturing if everyone is trying to be quarantined. Mm-hmm. And then PJ so, mentioned that the main manufacturing is probably in China, which is correct. Yes. So these are all very valid points. Um. So, which begs the question, has are consoles already made are there some consoles already made by both Xbox and PlayStation if there's already been consoles made they probably will do a limited launch where there's going to be some stuff or some consoles available kind of like what they did with the Switch like but only just due to the pandemic there's just such limited supply just because they were behind and workers had to be at home for three months so they're so there's not as much and you know you just have to wait longer for that to come out if there's no consoles at all made right now i could see it being delayed quite a bit but the one thing is i don't think they would delay it like oh we're gonna it's gonna come out in march now I think a really big selling factor of any console is it has to come out during the holidays. So I don't know. Would you, do you think they would actually delay it to next holiday, 2021? If, if there's no manufacturing and people are too broke to buy something. That's, you know, I agree with all your points and um, yeah, to answer your question and PJ's question, I, it's hard to say. Um, I don't know how much they made up until this point. I don't know if anyone's more familiar with the console production process. You can fill us in. But, of course, you would want to start at the beginning of this year to make for the holiday launch because you're making, like, millions, if not hundreds of thousands of different types uh, of consoles. Yes. Um, and at this point, if there's no one working in the factories then yeah, I would say that they would have to probably delay the launch because, you, you know, everyone's canceling events, everyone's canceling gatherings right now, but no one's talking about later this year. It seems like a lot of things that are happening later this year are still in effect. Um, yeah. 
So like as the situation with Corona evolves over time, then people can kind of make that call. But at this moment, it seems kind of up in the air as to what will happen with uh, these new consoles. I mean, they both just released their specs, as we talked about in the last podcast. And so, both have not even brought out a delivery date yet either. Yeah, I think that I think the companies are kind of holding back on that because they probably if they produced any units at this point, it would be not enough to meet consumer demand. Mm-hmm. And if there was demand and if we do go into a recession, then I don't think a lot of people will be buying them. So maybe yes. from a marketing and business standpoint, it makes more sense for them to delay it to when the economy gets better and more people can buy it and they can afford it as opposed to if they're thinking about right now, then they would probably delay it because at this current moment, there's not a lot of people working and yes, you, you know, they're, no one's making money. And if you sell a product that has limited quantity, not a lot of people will buy it. Or if a lot of people buy it, they're not going to meet demand. And that mm-hmm. sucks. They're, they're going to lose a lot more money. Um, but I mean, these companies, they have a lot of money too. So I can see them going either way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think overall, uh, con- kind of our two points combined, Elisa, uh, it just makes, like everything else that's happening at this point, it just makes more sense to delay it. Yeah, for sure. Because it, it, it's just going to be, this is not an essential job. So there's, they're not, there's no one out right now. Right. And um, I, for one, even if it does come out holiday 2020, I'm still not going to buy it day one. Um, we both talked about how we're just going to keep waiting until like there's a better version. Or if once the people play test it and guinea pig it, then we're going to buy that version. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean. So Elisa and I, we're, we're going to hold back, but we don't know if they're ever going to come out this year. <laughs> yeah. Not optimistic. Yeah, that we'll be- see. Yeah. That being said, I wonder if now that... um, So now that we're in coronavirus territory, there's going to be more... Um, there's going to be more games... That- come out earlier now uh and this is from the perspective of if the game is is already like in qc and almost done not like games that are currently in crunch right now like i think cyberpunk is an example of a game that's like currently in crunch and like they're probably going to stay true to their actual date but maybe like smaller indie games or just things that are already completed like but like we're going to be released in the summer just because it's the summer i wonder if more things are going to come out earlier just because now we're all officially at home for a very long time that makes sense yeah i just like with movies like and um the new pixar movie coming out already on streaming for free next week like i just i imagine i think if there's games free like currently done i think we're gonna see more things come out unexpectedly yeah i i can see that happening um i mean nintendo dropped that mini direct out of nowhere which is kind of crazy um yeah a lot of people kind of are in good in a good spirit to be generous i guess i could say about like you know giving things out for free 
You know, um, I think it was Mark Cuban. Uh, Mark Cuban made this comment that how how companies treat their employees during coronavirus is going to set up the brand for the next 20 years. So now is like as bad as it like as bad as it sounds like you're like for good like not not just for good publicity but like for the health of people you got to give a shit about your employees right now (laughs) or else your company's kind of like you know gonna have bad press for a while you gotta tell that to nintendo because they're still sending their people to work but like on the later trains when there's no one there (laughs) really (laughs) yeah (laughs) i didn't even know that they were still being sent to work I mean, there was an update that pushed out for Animal Crossing a couple days ago, and I was like, huh, okay, I thought there were going to be up- delayed updates, but okay. And the only thing the update did was it fixed a glitch where in multiplayer you can duplicate items by if one person spins it, the other person yeah. can like take it away and put it in their pocket, but the item will still be there. Okay. And that's the only thing that they fixed. I'm like, was that really necessary for them to fix that one thing? Damn. And I'm like, okay, in my mind I was like, there's still... People at Nintendo going to work. That's crazy. That is pretty crazy. Like, do do something else. Not at the <laughs> office. Yep. But, yeah. And I think that rounds out all the questions that we have today. So, if you have more questions, you can hit us up on Discord, which is in this description. You can head to down www.downtime.live. You can fill out the form or join the Discord link there, too. You can email us at contact.downtime.live. You can make a comment wherever we have the podcast, Stitcher, YouTube, Podbean. And if you comment on it, then we'll read it. And you can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and we'll read it. And you can add us at Twitter. Yeah, all that stuff, all that jazz, all that beautiful stuff. Yep. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening to episode 132, and we'll see you next time. Peace.